This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 25th of March. In your Squiz today, the war in Ukraine enters its second month. The search continues for a missing Tasmanian girl. Valet Madeleine Albright. And getting you set for the weekend. This is your Squiz today. We're heading into the second month of the war in Ukraine. As the Russian attacks continue, so do the talks. Leaders, including US President Joe Biden, have met in Brussels at emergency summits of NATO, the G7 and the European Council. Further sanctions have been announced and more military aid will be sent to Ukraine. But it is far short of what Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky is asking for. Yeah, he says he's waiting for meaningful steps to be taken on his requests for help. What What he's looking for is help to enforce a no-fly zone over Ukraine to end Russia's airstrikes. He also wants heavy military assets like anti-airplane weapons and also anti-ship weapons. Uh, He says that these summits are all great and it's really terrific that the Western world is unified uh, in Ukraine's favour, but he wants more to be done. He says that what he needs is military assistance without limitations. Uh, He says because Russia is without limits using its entire arsenal against Ukraine. Uh, He was able to address that NATO summit by video conference. Uh, He thanked Western nations for their support, but commentators say that he's clearly frustrated. So it seems that NATO countries are still not prepared to take steps that would involve them directly in a conflict with Russia. But let's take a closer look at what will be done. So what NATO nations have agreed to do is to make major increases in its forces in Eastern Europe. There'll be four new battle groups sent to the region. Uh, They're going to be sent to Slovakia, Hungary, Bulgaria and Romania. They're nations that are either neighbours of Ukraine or they're very close by. There's currently 40,000 Western troops in that region from about 25 countries and this new agreement will boost that even further. There's also talk of NATO nations uh, boosting their chemical, biological uh, and nuclear defence systems. There's real concerns that Russia could deploy those kind of tactics against the people of Ukraine, so it's particularly terrifying. Uh, Also, the United States have announced that they're going to welcome up to 100,000 Ukrainians who are fleeing the Russian uh, invasion. There's United Nations reports that 3.5 million people have fled the country. One other thing the US is doing is keeping track of war crimes being committed by Russia, such as the targeting of civilians. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said Putin's troops will be held accountable. On security matters here at home now, a leaked document appeared on social media yesterday that shows plans for closer cooperation between China and the Solomon Islands. It would see Chinese military forces stationed on the Solomon Islands. Given how close the Solomons are to Australia, it set alarm bells ringing, Claire. Yeah, and that document has been confirmed to be authentic. Uh, Reports say that our officials have been aware of it for some weeks. In the recent past, there's been quite a few security issues with the Solomon Islands and Australia has been the main country to go and help them out. Uh, What officials say uh, overnight is that the Solomon Islands has actually signed a policing deal with China that would see the Solomon Islands go China's way for that sort of assistance rather 
rather than Australia's way. Uh, reports also say that the Solomon Islands is going to send that broader security agreement that would cover that military arrangement to its cabinet for consideration. Uh, this is really alarming for Australian officials because we've always kept them pretty close and the idea that China is muscling in uh, on our region is of big concern. Lots of attention on any moves China makes in this region, so we can expect plenty more to come on this one. Speaking of close island neighbours, it might have taken nine years to finalise, but a deal signed yesterday will see New Zealand resettle 450 refugees currently in Australian detention over the next three years. Yep, nine years they've been talking about it. I had to do a bit of a fact check to say, gee, was Julia Gillard the Prime Minister nine years ago? And John Key, who, of course, was a big figure uh, in Kiwi politics. But yes, it was those two Prime Ministers who initially agreed uh, for that sort of arrangement. Uh, The deal, though, has taken a long time to be done and it was signed yesterday. The concern was from our government's end, what they didn't want to see were resettling refugees able to make their way to Australia to settle here. That's, of course, because we have a policy that anyone who tries to come to Australia by boat are unable to actually settle in Australia. Uh, But after those long negotiations, we've sort of let go of that uh, and there's no caveats along those lines in the final deal. The New Zealand Foreign Minister says the deal reflects his country's humanitarian spirit. Down to Tasmania now, the search is continuing for a four-year-old girl. She went missing from her home in Stormley in southern Tasmania on Wednesday afternoon. Her name is Shyla Phillips. Uh, Real concerns for her because she's now spent two nights away from home. Uh, She was last seen, uh, as you say, on Wednesday afternoon. She was playing in her backyard with a couple of dogs that belonged to the neighbour. Her mother came out to check 30 minutes later uh, and she and the dogs weren't there. One of the dogs returned home by the time the search commenced and another one was found uh, by a police helicopter uh, about seven. 100 metres from home. Police say the fact that the dog was quite a way away from where it was last seen probably indicates that she's wandered off, but they can't rule out any suspicious circumstances. There are nearly 100 personnel out looking for Shayla. Fingers crossed there is some good news today. Temperatures overnight have been fairly chilly. Madeleine Albright, the first female US Secretary of State, has died aged 84 from cancer. She was a trailblazer in many ways, Claire. She certainly was. She was in office during a really big time for international relations for the United States. Uh, One of the things that she was a champion of was NATO expansion. Of course, we've been talking about NATO quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she also wanted intervention in the war in Kosovo to stop those atrocities being committed against ethnic Albanians. Uh, That was a really big deal in the day. Uh, She was also a champion of female advancement and It was her who originally said that there's a special place in hell for women who don't help other women. She has a really interesting backstory. Her family uh, were forced into exile. When the Nazis invaded Czechoslovakia, they settled in America in the 1940s. uh, And she really worked her way through uh, what is a very traditional Mm. kind of industry to make it to the top. She was also known for wearing brooches that sent a message using jewellery to convey foreign policy messages 
messages, whether it was warm feelings or impatience, high hopes of the meeting or determination. Vladimir Putin apparently once told Bill Clinton that Russian diplomats would check to see which brooch she was wearing to get a feel for her mood. So taking some of that fashion soft diplomacy (laughs) all the way to the top. Heading into the weekend, Claire, Friday Lights has things to watch, read and cook this week. Bad Vegan on Netflix is worth a spin, you reckon? Yeah, watched it last weekend over the sort of Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights. I really enjoyed it. It's such a bizarre story. It's about a high-profile Manhattan restaurateur who was promised immortality. She married this guy and it all went very badly wrong. So, yeah, well and truly worth a look. Does this mean a vegan recipe this week? Not quite, but I've sort of edged on the end of (laughs) plant-based food. Uh, Mushrooms on toast sounds very simple, but this is a really great recipe that just elevates it, to use that sort of word. Uh, There's Mm -hmm. a bit of vinegar, there's some garlic and herbs, and you just need some good sourdough toast, and actually it's really great. And butter being the key ingredient (laughs) means it's not (laughs) vegan. Butter and mushrooms I can get behind. A bit of butter, yeah. Squiz the day. What's something to note today or across the weekend, Claire? Uh, Super Netball is back. That kicks off uh, tomorrow afternoon. That happens in Adelaide. It's also Greek Independence Day today. Lots of Australians with Greek heritage. The Squiz Kids podcast have actually taken a look at Greece in their Squiz the World series this week. That's available as a subscriber special on Apple Podcasts. So much awesome content on there for only $6.99 a month. You've also got a week's free trial to check out all the back episodes if you like. Just search for Squiz Kids in Apple Podcasts to check that out. It's also Neighbour Day on Sunday, which is all about social connection in your community. So good day to say hello to your neighbours over the fence. That's about all from us today. Have a good Friday, have a good weekend, and we will be back with you on Monday. 